Welcome to another delicious episode of Binge This! Exclamation point. My name's JT, and I've never wanted to save a tiger more in my life. I'm Ali Mack, and I want to get all the tigers. I'm Leah, and I'm one of those people who can't stop watching when you definitely should. Okay, everyone is obsessed with Tiger King. Everyone's first thoughts are Corona and Tiger King. It has absolutely dominated social media and Netflix. Uh, JT, what's it about? Tiger King starts with telling the story of Joe Exotic, a former zoo owner in Florida who once boasted to have over 200 tigers at his facility. Long story short, an animal rights activist gets involved. Joe allegedly hires someone to murder said animal rights activist, and that's honestly just the first five minutes of episode one. The cast of characters, each more colourful and unbelievable than the last, is introduced over the course of the series. The story itself defies all logic and belief, and if it wasn't there in seven glorious episodes from the team at Netflix, you probably just wouldn't believe it actually happened. Guys, I absolutely loved Tiger King. I actually binged this one. When I started watching, I did not stop. I waited all through the night just to watch all oh, of these wow. episodes. I actually loved it. I thought it was like the most perfect reality TV thing ever. It was as if they're perfectly cast and I had to Google if these people were legitimate and real, if I, this was actually a documentary. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, boy, how about you? I found it kind of boring. What? You did not. Are you kidding? No, I did. I found it kind of boring. I I like with my documentaries, my TV shows, someone to root for, and they're all absolute monsters. There was no point <laughs> where I could be like, yeah, you've done it. Yeah, good on you. Because each and every individual was absolute garbage. Our three main protagonists were trash. And I couldn't support yeah. any of them. And I was like, oh, why am I like watching this series about you three garbage person? Two of you definitely murderers. One of <laughs> you this like manipulative polygamist. It was just trash. What about the JT? poor girl who lost her arm? JT, what, which side of the fence are you on? Look, it, in terms of television and telling a story it's it's incredible and i just don't know how netflix keeps coming up with these subjects like it's just unbelievable can i say i i don't think it was that well made they repeated shots so many times like yeah, they did. Three, I, I was like um, have i hit repeat like am i watching the same episode they showed the same footage over and over and over again. It's like, wow, I didn't know this whole crazy world existed with all of these absolutely insane people who were just running yeah. around doing cracked things. That's what I mean. Yeah, they, they have this knack for, for coming up with these subjects that are just, you, you just couldn't make it up. Like, the truth is absolutely stranger than fiction. So I, I did enjoy it and, and, I, and, you know, I watched it all and each episode something happens where you just go, okay, well, that's the most crazy thing that could happen in this situation. And then it goes, ah, oh, here comes the next episode. 
The thing I found so fascinating was that everyone was on this moral high ground that they were doing the right thing, that it was so weird. I just, the main question I have for you guys and for all of the cast is why would you agree to do this? They genuinely thought they were in the right. Like if I was Carol and I probably killed my husband, I would not be, you know, doing this and putting myself up because all of these people are so trash, but they just think that they're the animal advocate and it's so crazy to me. I think part of that is a cultural thing because in America it's it's not illegal for someone to have a tiger farm like that and so then people who come and go, oh, well, I could, this is a facility. I, I'm, a, I'm assuming it's all above board so I'm going to go. I don't know if you noticed in all the memes that are popping up, there's, still, there's people now posting photos of when they went to Joe wow. Exotic Zoo. Um, so I think that's part of it and I think it's inher- an inherently American thing where it's – you know, like you built this business and you're doing the right thing and it's my right to have mm. 200 tigers in captivity and, and it's totally fine. And Carol thinks she's doing the right thing because she calls herself an advocate and she clearly likes big cats, but I'm not entirely sure her facility is up to code. But it doesn't matter because, you know, she has good intentions. Or does she? I think Carol is completely in the right you got to get that money. you got to get it somehow. And maybe she did murder her weird, abusive husband. But her husband was clearly cooked. Like, yeah, but you can't well, just murder someone. I would murder both of you if I could kill every cooked person in this unit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's clearly a creeper. He was probably going to do more creepy things as he got older. I think she's in the right. Like, she should murder him. I That's think her new husband is more creepy. Thing to say. A new, I don't know if he's creepy. He's definitely pathetic in my opinion. That scene where he sings, if ever I would leave you at the ew, end. Ew, that was weird. He's released a statement today. I haven't watched the full thing. I watched the start saying how uh, that the edit was horrible and uh, it's all false along those kind of lines. Classic. He looked When you realise you're a bad like person. A, he looks just like a former husband. As well, you'd think you'd like trade up. She'd trade down to a derpy, derpy loser. Have you seen the other theory going around about Carol? What? No, what is it? Oh, you know the story about how she saw her uh, deceased ex. Uh, apparently, that street where she, uh, where she was, where he found her walking up and down is like the equivalent of our like Darlinghurst Road in the cross. So, there's a uh, there's a lot of uh, support for the theory that she was actually a sex worker and she saw this guy kind of sized him up almost instantly and went giddy up like here we go it's pretty woman in real life. God, wow. that makes absolute sense because I was going to say the story. Well, yeah, so she had a fight with her husband right, and then she was walking. That's what she said, but yeah, interesting. That's what she said, yeah. Well, she was kind of stunning. Okay, so let's move on to something that is flaming up the internet. Casting yes. of the movie. So a, a, a movie has been confirmed. Oh, this is outrageous. Okay, as it should. I thought like, it was all just kind of funny banter, like who should play who, but this is actually they're making a movie about this docker? Yes, and okay, so this is going to mess up everyone's who you think you should cast, but Kate McKinnon of SNL has been cast as Carol. So I'm guessing it would be a comedy. I just, 
the thing with making a movie about this is there's nothing they could possibly put in that movie that that would be weirder than the real story. So why are they bothering? I think you're right, and I think it's gonna flop and burn. But who who would you guys cast? Okay, Lily, you go first. Who would you cast as Joe Exotic? Okay. You guys are probably going to laugh at this, but I reckon we should give Chris Lilly a run. I reckon he can get manic enough to pull it off in like his funny, weird way. Yeah, that's not as crazy as it sounds, actually. Yeah, it's actually a good option. Ellie, how about you for uh, JoJo? Okay, I'd like to get some diversity up in here, and I would cast Will Smith. Are but you it's kidding? Hard to, he could not be that crazy. I think he'd be great. Also, I can see Will Smith winning over two individuals, two young, True. very good-looking individuals. I think he's got the charisma. All right. Well, my money's on Dax Shepard to play Joe Exotic. I think he's only a couple uh, of steps away. If we were to be cast, I reckon, Ollie, you'd be Carol and I'd be Joe. And <laughs> JT, you'd be Doc. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Doc was perhaps the, one of the more evil ones. Yeah, but you're, he was you're, you're the closest to a cult leader, JT. Actually, wait, no, Ollie, you are. You definitely could lead a cult. I would sign up. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. Well, guys, what I really want to know your thoughts on is do you think Carol actually killed her husband? Yes! Yeah, if I, if I, had, if I was on a jury, I would convict her. <laughs> you, Lily? That is just. Yeah, I think so. But if I was her, if I'd killed my husband, I just wouldn't be doing a documentary on myself and I wouldn't be speaking out so much. Well, and getting in plain Yeah, I just, I don't know. She's being really forward with herself, so I'm very confused. I think she probably did kill him, but <laughs> potentially not. And I also have so many other questions about the weird side characters, like Rick, that reality TV guy. He was my favourite. He was just, he was so weird. And it was the same with Joshua, the political campaign manager. They were on this weird moral high ground, like, wow, these people are crazy. But they were still entertaining them. They were still engaging with them and actually in their lives. Yeah. Well, I think their motivation, Rick Rick Kirkham, his motivation, and he was upfront about it, which is one of the reasons I appreciate him. He just looked at this and said, I can secretly film a reality show and sell it to a network for millions of dollars, which I'm sure if it hadn't have unraveled, he would have done. Uh, Honestly, I felt his pain. Being in the TV industry, I was like, that's actually disgusting that he lost his footage. That would have been amazing. But it was just weird. His comment, he was like, yeah, I was trying to make Joe look like a good person on my reality TV thing and it was really hard. And I'm like, wait, that's kind of messed up too. And Joshua, the political guy, was just sitting back and and was like, these guys are so weird. But then he weirdly liked Joe. And like, I'm pretty sure you're one of them who's being tricked into loving him. I don't know. See, it's hard to know without meeting the guy. He might be likable. Like, Yeah, I'm with you, JT. I actually think he's probably, to, to hoodwink this many people, He's probably a very charismatic, cool yeah, character. And, and look, uh, if you watch any early footage of him before he became Tiger King, he accentuated his sexuality more and, and he seemed to dumb it down as time has gone on. He's he's kind of turned more into the, the uh, gun-toting um, hillbilly-type character that he ended up. But when, when the footage of him from earlier on, he was quite effeminate. It was, it was very clear that he was gay. And he 
he seemed timid and charming. Yeah, I thought it really came full circle at the end of it when he did admit that what he had done was wrong and that he'd lost sight. I thought, see, Ollie, you know how you were saying that there was no hope for anyone? For me, I thought for such a cracked character to admit that, that's like the little bit of hope that the doco gave me. And I think I think it is important to acknowledge when you've wronged and when you've right. And so maybe that was somewhat well to you Leah redeeming but for me personally yeah I just I found him trash from day dot and I do you think that he's better or exactly the same as Carol because it was just so crazy that they could draw that parallel between someone who's pro animals and kind of the zoo people I was like what Uh, this, this may be uh contested by you guys but I think all of them were apart from Doc, pro animals. I think Doc was pro getting a lot of young women to sleep with him. Yeah. Mm. And I think he was using animals to kind of hoodwink them. I think Joe started pro animals, but in the end they just they just represented little bags of money. And that scene where they're ripping the cubs away from the mother who's still giving birth oh. with that big iron stick. On, and trying to push its head under the, yeah, no. That's not someone who... I think that there is a weird parallel between animal people and people who like to own animals and controlling people. Like there was some weird power-hungry, power-triggered vibe that was going on with all of them. They all liked a lot of women, a lot of money, a lot of guns, and it was just like, wow. I just didn't know that there were people who were out there like this. Well, America be cray-cray sometimes. I would like to talk about the musical aspect of this documentary because Joe Joe Exotic and his songs feature quite heavily. And let me ask you this, uh, Lily and O-Bags, when you heard a song come on, did part of you go, wow, his singing voice actually sounds quite good and I'm kind of surprised that a guy with that speaking voice has that singing voice? Oh no, JT, you're falling victim. You're you're in love with him. No way. That was so weird. I skipped the songs. I felt sick. It was really weird to me. I kind of like them. You've ruined my intro. I kind of like them too. And I listened going, wow, he's actually got a good singing voice. You want to know the reason for that? It's because it's not him singing on any of those songs. Wait, Are you kidding? I am not it? kidding. So he hired these two guys. They're from Washington State. One's named Vince Johnson and one named Danny Clinton. And he basically hired them to write a song for his zoo. And then it turned out he kept writing more and more songs. And then he would like record, Joe would record himself singing along very softly. I guess so he could technically say, no, it's me. And then these guys uh, were writing all the songs and producing them and sending them to Joe. And Joe would make those unbelievably amazing for the wrong reasons music videos about them. Oh, wow. I'm actually in shock. Well, look, JT, you're sounding like you've really enjoyed it, but you posed the question to me earlier. Is it actually okay to enjoy Tiger King? Yeah, it's a question I I, I am asking myself a lot since as I was watching it and since it's finished even more so. And I'm not entirely sure it is because if if we get down to the nitty gritty, what we're watching is poverty porn. We think it's hilarious that all these... Lower socioeconomic people who are gun-toting, tiger-owning, you know, rednecks for want of a better word. Uh, We're getting glee from these people who have clearly lived 
awful lifestyles when they were mm. younger and it's shaped them into the generally awful humans they've become. And I don't know if we should be taking glee in all of this. Like he's in prison. People are literally dead um, and it's not going to end there. I, I just don't know how I feel about it. And that's kind of the same premise with a lot of what is trending at the moment and what we watch. Like I think we've watched a couple of documentaries like that. Wow. Yeah. Look, and I realize it's a white privilege thought process to have. Ollie Mac, what do you think about it? Uh, I think that honestly they've made mistakes and we can watch them. Like it's absolutely fine. But there's a reason why I watch The Real Housewives in that they are privileged, predominantly white women who are living their best lives. This was, and I agree with you, JT, depressing. But, mm, but mm. they weren't poor. They, lots of the protagonists made a lot of money. It's not about money. It's about character. I guess so. I think most of them started off in lower socioeconomic situations. Like all the ex-cons wouldn't have made too much money. Our cons make lots of money. Take it from my parents in jail. <laughs> well, I feel like since watching it, I have become more aware that this is happening. And I mean, even just for the animal's sake, at least if we know about it, if more people know that it's happening and are more aware of it, then maybe some more change can happen. So do you overall think it's a positive or a negative lately? I think it is positive because it shows the characters and the industry in America to be so terrible. So I think that it is a it is a positive thing that awareness is being raised. But you know, awareness doesn't always translate into You you sounded like you're going to full debater mode. Oh really? Yeah. Would you stand up and debate that issue? Yeah, I mean there's would you stand up in a debate against it having a positive impact on viewers? No, I'm, 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 I'm honestly so 50-50 spread. I, I, I really don't know where to stand. J2? Uh, look, I, I think it, it is going to help. You can't argue that it will help raise awareness. The problem with dealing with Americans is they've got that uh, Bill of Rights there and boy, oh boy, do they like sticking to that. Even some, some one of the other zookeepers in the doco said, it's my right. If, if you think a law's dumb, it's your duty to stand up against it. So it's their right to own 200 tigers and that, that is their right and they're, they're defended by the constitution. So I think um, to a large extent, it's definitely an uphill battle. But you would hope that at some people when they're done with all the memes and funny jokes and uh, all that sort of stuff would go, yeah, actually, hang on a second. I think everyone involved, including Carol, perhaps aren't looking out for animals as much as they think they are. Well, that's a great point to wrap it up on. Well, look, it's a topic that's going to be debated for quite some time to come, I would imagine, if the incredible volume of memes is anything to go by. Watch it for yourself if you haven't already. Tiger King, it's on Netflix. Boy, oh boy, it's the ride of the decade so far. My name's JT. Thanks for listening. My name's Ollie, and thank you for not buying tigers. And my name's Leah, and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Save the tigers. <laughs>